if he is a good man, I really hope he is, he is trying to love you. He is trying to please you. He's trying to be enough for you. He's trying to make you happy. He's trying to build a life for you. He's trying to protect for you. He's trying to provide for you. He's trying to do a lot for you. And the chance of him actually trying to say something in a mean way is pretty slim. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, if you're watching the video, I'm looking a little bit disheveled, but authentic business vibes. And I have, you know, yesterday and today, I've been trying to get through a lot. Um, and tomorrow, because we go skiing this weekend for the last ski season, for, sorry, for the last weekend of the ski season. And so I am trying to punch out as much work as I can so that I can switch off, be present and enjoy the weekend. So today's episode, we are talking about how to support the men in your life, whether it is your boyfriend, husband, partner, fiance, guy friend, colleague, father, uncle, it doesn't matter. It is so important that we are not only supporting the women in our lives, but as you guys know, because I'm all about it, also supporting the men in our lives. And the way that they need support does look different to the way that we support each other as women, if you're a woman listening to this. So this is why I want to do this episode because, I mean, I'm sure you guys know quite a few of the things to know about men because of my podcast episodes. And I'm sure that you guys know that we're obviously very different to them. And we can sometimes forget this in that we will care for them the way that we want to be cared for as women. But the reality is, is that is not the way that men want to be cared for or need to be cared for. So in saying that, the number one thing that I love to say to men is that is, I want you to know how much of an amazing man that you are. Now, if you're in Be A Lover, Not A Mother, this is your reminder to to repeat the program. If you're not in Be A Lover, Not A Mother, it will be opening up probably in June when we're in Europe. So keep a lookout for that. I will have um, the wait wait list link in the um, description below so you can make sure that you're on it because I am going to open that soon. It is one of my favorite programs. I mean, they all are, but that one is just close to my fucking heart and there's nothing else out there like it. And in in my honest opinion, every woman and every man needs to learn about the opposite sex. Because if you don't know how to communicate with the opposite sex, like you're making your life harder for yourself. Honestly, she says that she puts some lip, this is like lip balm. Actually it's lip oil. This is fucking side note. If you're a woman listening to this, the Ilia, what is it called? lip oil is so good. It's like a lip gloss, but it's not sticky. I fucking hate sticky shit. So, um, it is so important for you to know about a woman's brain. If you're a man and a man's brain, if you're a woman, your life will become a lot fucking easier. If you can understand how they process information and how they operate differently to us. So, um, first thing is to say, I hope that you know how much of an amazing man that you are. And like, you don't want to say it all the time where it loses its validity, but when a man in your life is being amazing, literally grab him and be like, I want you to know that you are such a good man. And like, I swear to God, you're going to make his fucking life. Like when I say that to men, they just adore it. It really hits home for them. And they feel like they are succeeding in your eyes because men want to be honored as a good man, not a good fucking person, not a kind person. They want to be a good 
man. Men earn their masculinity, whereas for women, we're just automatically given our femininity in society. Men are earned it, and that is what also happens like within themselves. They feel like they have to earn their masculinity as a man. It is not just handed to them, which is why it's really hard when you're constantly emasculating men. They constantly feel like they're being stripped of the very thing they're working hard to achieve. Also, other little things that men want to hear more of is like, you're a great businessman. You're an amazing father. You are such an incredible boyfriend. I am so grateful for X, Y, and Z. I want you to know that I am proud of you. I am proud to be with you. I love being with you, whatever else you want to add in there. And the most important thing is that men want to feel like they are received by you. So sometimes, wait, how does it happen? Sometimes like we'll be in the car. This this happens quite a few times and he'll be just talking about something like generally about me. He'll just be like talking about whatever about me and I'm smiling and he's like, what are you, he's like, was that bad for me to say? Like, what are you doing? Cause I'm not saying anything. And I'm like, I'm just receiving it. And he's like, Oh, I love when you say that men want to feel like you are receiving them. So if they're doing a million things for you or saying all these nice things about you, you can just be like, I am just receiving everything that you just said. And you don't need to say it in a fucking cheesy way, just say it in a cute way. They want to feel like all their work that they're doing for you, all the kind, you know, the kind things they're doing for you, the resources that they're putting into you is going to the right place. And by you saying that you're receiving it, they feel like what they are doing is being received and they know that it's being received. Remember that women can feel each other. So we can feel a girlfriend receiving us. We can feel a girlfriend being chuffed about something that we've done for her. Men, unless they're really intuitive and an empath, and they do exist out there, ladies, men generally won't feel that, but they will hear it if you tell them. So words of affirmation is a very, very important thing to men because they don't read body language like we read body language from other women. So women are able to read body language very, very, very well. The way that men's brains are created and um, the hormonal structure of them means that they do not, like not but they don't want to, they literally do not have the same ability to read um, to read faces, like so to read things on people. You know when people say like it was written all over my face? Men can't read that as well. And they don't read body language as well. They can learn it a little bit. And they'll, you know, like learning a language, but it does not come innately to them and it is not easy for them like it is for us. It's second nature for us. Daughters, like like little like young toddlers that are women, that are girls, little girls will be able to, they pick up a lot more on like their parents' body language. And that's why girls will get very upset when mum's face doesn't look happy. Whereas boys won't fucking recognize it. As long as they got Lego, they don't really care. And as long as no one's yelling, they aren't really recognizing what's happening in the situation because they do not have the ability to read facial cues and emotions off people's faces and body language as well as girls do. So in saying that, it's very important that you do use words of affirmation with the men in your life, both platonic and romantic, because they will be able to hear it. So then they know they're doing a good job. They don't know they're doing a good job by your facial cues or your body language, but they know from you telling them. Okay. So and obviously, like if like your partner, like whoever you're with, whatever, whoever, whether it's your boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever, 
in a romantic relationship and also even in platonic, they will learn your body cues. Of course, over time, if they really, really, really know you well, they will know that when you get all giggly and happy, it means that they've done something that makes you really, really, really happy. They will learn that over time. And you can make it easier for them. And it's always nicer for them when you also give them that verbal affirmation as well. Quickly, just interrupting the episode for a very good reason, because for those of you that are new to the world of manifestation or you don't get it, or you know that you need to heal your relationship with money and you want to be able to attract in more money and more abundance and like be in that high vibe, I really, really recommend that you join MMM Level 1. Um, if you want to join Level 2, you can, but I only open it a couple times a year, so just make sure that you're on the wait list for that and that you look out for for when I'm next opening it. But when I do my manifesting and my money stuff with you guys, I do do it differently. So I encourage you to check that out. And I also have my feminine as fuck bundle. If you want to just dip your toes into a little bit of everything, then those two are really good options and they're low cost and you can watch all of it and consume all of the content right away. The next thing also for how we can best support our boyfriends and guy guy friends is giving them space, giving them space. Us women, like we need space. I need space sometimes, but like fucking rarely, well, more so from my boyfriend. I don't really need it as much as, you know, from my, you know, girlfriends or from guy friends or whatever else. I need space more. But if you're deeply in love with the person that you're with, you're of course like, I fucking want to smother you all the time and I want to be smothered by you all the time. So there's obviously, this is obviously a generalization, but even the men that fucking, the man that you're with, even though he is so obsessed with you, I hope, I really do hope, that's, don't settle for less, um, he still needs space sometimes and more so when he has a lot on his brain because he needs space to process because generally speaking, you are a distraction to him. Not that you're trying to be a distraction to him, your presence, your beauty, your essence, your feminine energy, the way that you captivate him is a distraction. We don't find men necessarily as distracting, whereas men are just like, they they are just blown away by us. So we can be very, very distracting to men. So if they're trying to process a lot, one, they need space so that they can process, or if they're really, really, really busy, they need space. But then also I want to say number two is that they don't want to feel like they need to be the man and also deal with their own shit at the same time because it's opposites. It's too hard for them. It's too hard for them to feel like they have to step up and be the man, but also process their own shit. It's very conflicting. So for them, they'd rather be able to process and have some space so then they can clear that so then they can step up and be the man. So allowing a man's space does not mean that he's leaving. Allowing a man's space doesn't mean that you are asking him to leave or that you don't want to speak to him. Allowing him space does not mean that you are giving up on him or that you're being avoidant. Allowing a man's space and giving him breathing room, even if it's for two hours where you don't text him, or when you say bye, like, Kate, hang up now, you need to get back to work, I'm going to get back to work, and so he feels like he can work and that he's, you're not going to distract him all the time. You doing that for him makes him feel so supported and understood by you. 
So with your boyfriend or your husband or your fiance, you can also, or guy, guy friends that you're really close with, you can also say, like, let's say you're on a conversation, you're on the phone, but you know that he needs to get to work. You can also say to him, you know what? I'm going to let you go. I know you need to get to work. I'm going to get to work too. Or I'm going to go do work, Y, and Z. You don't have to say anything. You don't even need to say, I'm going to go do whatever. You can just be like, I'm going to let you go. You have a lot to get to. We'll speak later. Love you, bye. If there's a love you that needs to be in there. They're going to be like, wait, what? I don't have to keep entertaining her and giving her attention. She's fucking amazing. Like you allowing a man space to do his thing or you, you, you encouraging like boy time, man time, his own time, whatever, just like we want to feel like we're allowed to have our own space to them. It is the bees fucking knees because a man that feels smothered is not going to be a really, really happy man. They need space. They are not built for the same intense community and connection that we need thanks to our estrogen the dominance of estrogen in our hormonal profile they don't have that so the testosterone is what what makes them want to be alone and makes them feel um the presence of testosterone can make them feel very smothered if they do not feel like they are allowed allowed to have their own me time so you'll end up actually just pushing them away Okay, the next thing to also make sure that you're doing to support the men in your life is to ensure that you're creating a safe space. So I don't mean the cheesy, like, this is a safe space, like that fucking personal development phrase. Like, I don't mean that, like, conscious, wow, wow, this is a safe space. I mean that you just say to them, like, there's no judgment here. You can say whatever you want. You don't want to make everything sound like spiritual and like really deep and intense all the time because that can really repel people sometimes, especially if they're not into that. Like I find that fucking repelling and I'm into it. So I just find it very inauthentic versus someone that's like, babe, there's no judgment here. Say whatever you want to say. I don't care. That to me feels like authentic and like a real human talking to me, not like some, you know, perfect Buddhist monk. Um, Anyway, so uh, is someone going to take that as like, what's the thing everyone now says? I've like... Oh, what's it called? You know, and now you can't. You now you can't say like orange without someone saying that it's like cultural appropriation. That thing. So, um, lol. Anyway, moving on. Um, what was I going to say? So the way that this needs to be done is that you need to not jump down his throat when he is sharing something with you. So a lot of men feel like if they say anything outside of the norm these days, they're going to be absolutely smashed by women because they feel and they feel like they have to squeeze themselves into a box and stay silent for a very intense fear of being publicly shamed and ridiculed and their whole life going down the drain and you got to remember that if a man's like job is even slightly threatened as in threatened by the idea like in their head their job could be threatened and no one said anything yet they haven't even said anything yet but the thought of saying something mildly incorrect and then a woman going to fucking town and it getting back to his work of his place of work the thought of that happening is enough to make him be completely silent and like mute because if he was to lose his job he loses his everything because you remember ladies and gentlemen that a man's number one thing in life that is needed for fulfillment is passion and purpose. 
So, and it's really unfortunate, obviously, because men feel like they can't say anything these days without, you know, a woman taking it the wrong way, twisting it. And now a woman's always right because that's how society is these days. And a man is always the devil. So it makes him feel like he's constantly being judged and he has to walk around on eggshells. So when you have a, when you can create an, an, a relationship with this person, this man, where he feels like he can speak his truth and that you will try and understand it rather than judge it, he feels like he can say what's on his mind. And that is a compliment I always get from men of like, I never feel judged by you. Obviously my job helps that, but I never feel judged by you. I, I can say something and you will help correct me if I've said it in like a way that is probably not the right way to say it, but you will always make sure that you're hearing it with the ears of love. And what I mean by that is even there was an example the other night where like I was explaining my job to um, this new friend that I met and he was then explaining it to somebody else and he kind of, he made it sound like I was, he just didn't quite word it correctly. And I corrected him and not in a dogmatic way. It was like, it was in the way of, I know exactly what you're trying to communicate to these people. Can I word it differently for you? And it was like, yeah, totally. That's fine. But it was not that you are saying it wrong. You're a bad man. Oh my God. I did not fucking say that. It was, I know what you're trying to say. uh, There's a better way to say it. Can I, can I tell you the better way to say it? So I said this to other guy friends behind closed doors before where they have been saying something, you know, their opinion on whatever. And I'm like, actually, can I, as I would say, I know exactly what you're meaning. The way that's coming across is like really bad. Can I tell you a better way to say it? And then I'm asking permission to give advice. And so it's not unsolicited. And then they're like, absolutely. So I share it with them because sometimes they don't, people don't say things in the right way sometimes and that's okay. But I am always aware of the true intention that they have And I am not automatically in this jumping down their throat, I'm judging you kind of energy. It is always compassion, hearing from the ears of compassion and love. And this goes for unopinionated things. This goes for just them saying something like your boyfriend or your partner could just say something where you're like, babe, that came across so like in a really mean way to me. I know what you meant, but like in future, can you say it more like this? So even just listening to your partner with the ears of love of he is, he is, he is, if he's a good man, he is, and I really hope he is, he is trying to love you. He is trying to please you. He's trying to be enough for you. He's trying to make you happy. He's trying to build a life for you. He's trying to protect for you. He's trying to provide for you. He's trying to do a lot for you. And the chance of him actually trying to say something in a mean way is pretty slim generally speak, unless he's like, you know, um, you're in a fight and he's getting really like angry about something. He might then mean something in a mean way, but deep down he doesn't mean it in a mean way. It's just that like you guys are in a tiff. Um, but if he said something that has come across in a way that did not make you happy, tell him and tell him in a loving way, not, Oh my God, you fucking asshole. I cannot believe you said that because that's just going to make things worse. But instead, hey, babe, I think I knew what you meant, but the way that you said that was really mean. Is this what you meant? Share with what you thought he meant. He'll probably be like, yes. He'll be like, okay, it came across like this to me. Guarantee he'll be like, oh my God, I did not mean for it to come across like that. And then he's just learned how to communicate with you and your relationship has just gotten deeper and healthier from that conversation and that communication. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, always create a safe space where there is no judgment. And this also means no judgment for their emotions and what they're going through in life. There's no man up, grow some balls, no, you're fine, X, Y, and Z. It's how can I help? I understand. I support you. I'm here for you. If they feel like they are going to be belittled or judged, if they come to you about absolutely anything that they're experiencing in life, they will not come to you. And this is also why we have you know, a suicide rate that is higher, much higher for men than for women, because they don't feel half the time like they can talk to somebody about it because they're going to be shamed for not being enough of a man. And society also puts this pressure on them, so they immediately feel it, even if no one has actually you know, in, like uh, directly express that to them, if that makes sense. So society is already making men feel like they can't, you know, society is already making men feel like they are less of a man and that they're not good men. Society is already trying to change men and make them more feminine, right? And trying to rip away their purpose. Society is already making it harder for men. And yes, women have our struggles too. Blah, blah, blah. I've got to fucking include that for anyone that needs to hear that. Women have also their struggles too. I'm not diminishing that. So don't, don't gaslight men. Men also have struggles too. Full stop, the end. Men have struggles. Women have struggles. The problem is women's struggles are accepted and are honestly kind of... Um, Profited, or not? Uh, they're honestly kind of like celebrated in a way, and like talked too much about in society. And then men's problems are not talked about at all. I mean, you even looking at like Women's International Day. Do you guys know there's a Men's International Day? No one fucking celebrates that shit, do they? It's all about women. And whilst we women need empowerment, too, men also need empowerment. So the pendulum has swung so far the other way that. Already men are feeling, already men are struggling in society, generally speaking. So when they feel like their relationships are also not a safe space, you then have major issues. So you want to really, really make it like you you want to make your relationship with this with this guy so safe and warm that it literally swings society's pendulum the other way for that man because he knows he can come and talk to you and that there's always a space of no judgment and full acceptance and then something else that I'm going to finish off with is always not always ask them also is there anything I can do to do to make today more productive for you honey is there anything I can do for you today? Is there anything that I can do to help you with work right now? Is there anything I can do to take this off your plate? Everything shoved on men. The really funny thing about all this shit in society right now with like feminism and women's empowerment and whatever is that women at the same time are like, we're all the good men, right? You guys know this from my podcast. And so women want men to do fucking everything. We put everything on their plate, like the man has to do it all. But then we also put everything on our plate too. It's fucking weird, right? And we don't take things off men's plates because even though we're all about equality and we're fighting for whatever the fuck you're fighting for, you are still expecting a man to do everything. And whilst I love being led and looked after and cared for, there are seasons where men and the man in your life or the men in your life need help and need you to take a few things off their plate, especially if you're in a romantic relationship. If things are a little bit lighter for you in work or for in life, then take some shit off his plate. 
Like I do this, right? And I'm still, I'm, I am the feminine, right? In our relationship. And there will be times where I will make sure that I am in a sense, like supporting him more, question mark. It's not that I'm actually, no, um, in in quote unquote, it's not that I'm actually supporting him more. We support each other equally, right? It's that in that season, he needs a bit more of me. I need to um, help him a little bit more. I need to take a few things off his plate because he has so much on his plate. And then there'll be another season where he takes it all off mine. And then there'll be times where most of the time he takes more off my plate, full stop, right? Then there are some weeks where I'm like, I'm going to take a bit off your plate because I'm pretty stable right now and you could use a bit of a break. So I do that. And that is also creating a safe space. And it is also creating a space where your man feels like he can rely on you and that you have also got the relationship. It's not all on him, if that makes sense. Okay. So that was juicy. They, that, what was a weird word? That, there, whatever the fucking word is, there are some ways that you can support the men in your life. Thank you for the person that asked me this question and then reminded me to do this podcast on it because it is such a good podcast topic. Please, for the love of God, join Be a Lover, Not a Mother if you haven't already. I do need to create a program for men to understand women. So if you want that, please can you message me? I need to write this down, actually. Program for men to understand women. Um, Program men understanding women because you know we are complex beings let's not deny that uh, nothing wrong with that either it doesn't make us fucking weak or lame or anything like that for anyone that wants to throw that one in um what was i gonna say so if you are not being loved another mother i would really recommend joining it because it's gonna help you so much you don't need to be in a relationship for it um it's gonna help you with your your uh, workplace relationships, your personal relationships, your business relationships, like any relationship that you have with a man, your dad, your brother, your uncle, everyone, it's really going to help that. Um, I am doing a dating masterclass very soon as well, very soon. So I would highly recommend that you join that. I think this will be out before the masterclass. Um, So just make sure that you're checking my Instagram stories um, or like send me a DM if you're not sure whether it's up. Even if it's passed, the masterclass will be available for you to buy. So I'd recommend that you join that. The last thing that I just want to say to everyone is that if you feel like there is a man in your life that is really, really, really unhappy and depressed or suicidal, the best thing that you can do for him is to let him know that you are always here. Check in on him with with a very uh, no pressure text message of like, hey, thinking of you, just want to let you know that I love you, right? Or, hey, thinking of you today, here if you need to chat about anything, no pressure to respond. Those kind of messages makes people feel wanted, makes people feel remembered, which really can help. And as hard as it is to know this, at the end of the day, when it comes to suicide, suicide feels like freedom, for a lot of people, we'll say that's a generalization, right? Because I can't obviously save every single person. It feels like freedom. So if somebody is that miserable, and sometimes it's got nothing to do with whether they have all the people in the world supporting them. If they are that miserable and they 
do not seek deep somatic healing to fix their inner battle, they will find the suicide more freeing, which is really sad, but it is the truth. It is honestly the truth. Um, So, you know, obviously referring them to my podcast, referring them to the man, I will open the man up um, this year one more time as FYI, referring them to the man, anything like that will obviously help them. They have to want to do the work. And then you just being there with absolute no judgment and open arms is the best thing that you can do for those men. And yeah, it is really fucking hard. I worry about men like every day. Just love them. They just they just love us so much and they do so much for us and they care so deeply about us. And it's just such a shame that so many women don't see that and just berate men instead of realizing how much these men just want to protect us and provide for us. Like the proportion of men that are bad in the world is very slim. And unfortunately, we give them permission also to be bad because we, our behavior also elicits that. You know, that's a whole fucking episode, you know, talking about how someone actually asked this question as well. Like, do you think with all, with like the second, third, fourth wave of feminism, it's allowed men to be less committal? And the answer is absolutely fucking yes. And then all these women are complaining about it. And it's like, we've kind of done it to each other is the problem. So, you know, that's a whole other topic of discussion but anyway dating masterclass coming soon or already out um and i would really recommend to join be a lover not a mother because it is such a fucking juicy program and then i will also be creating a new program sometime soon it is on the radar don't want you guys to i don't want to tell you what it's about but i think you guys will love it um when i do end up opening it and launching it so have a lovely rest of your day thank you for tuning in if you haven't already left a review on the podcast i'd be really grateful if you do a lot of time and resources go into each episode so that really means the world it is a value exchange and as you guys know we don't yet have ads on the podcast but i do kind of want to get that because you know it'd be nice to make some money off the podcast and this podcast is does so fucking well like holy crap nearly a million downloads amazing um So yeah, anyway, have a lovely weekend, everybody, or week. It'll be a week. Have a lovely week, everyone, and I will see you on the next episode.